Hello there, this is not your first round pick. And um, I'm sitting in my uh, little lonely room. Uh, in my lonely house. Em- very empty house. Um, I literally have a bed, a box spring, and that's it. Um, this has been a lot. This has been a lot that's been happening throughout the months. I've been able to sell my house and... I've been able to, uh, I'm waiting on the final closing on that. I quit my mining job. I uh, got another job just a couple days ago as a lube and tire tech. Um, I've dealt with exes. I've dealt with, um, with a lot of guilt throughout these last weeks of me leaving and a lot of people have tried to influence me or pressure me or make me feel worse than, than what I am. And the problem with their methods is I'm truly stronger than they think I am. They obviously don't understand my purpose, why I'm doing this. They talk about pretty much how it affects them. You know, you're, you're leaving me with the emotional stress of the boy. Well, then let me have him. He's more than welcome to come with me. Oh, well, you're leaving me. He's going to think I'm abandoning him. No, I'm not abandoning him. And and the, the funny thing about that is is a lot of the people and those people talk about abandonment, but they talk about taking the rights away from me from my child, period. You want to talk about abandonment. You, you that's I mean, and when it comes to those people and they talk about abandonment, it's like calling the pot or the kettle calling the pot black. It's the same damn thing. Especially with those people. Just because it's a different type of abandonment, just because I'm advancing a lot faster than you were in life, doesn't mean that it's wrong. Just because I decided that I needed time for myself, unlike you, you decided to um, do the wrong thing and get yourself caught up in a situation maybe you're not so happy in. That's not my fault. And they they talk about being happy, but, you know, they're not. They're truly not. And I know that for a fact. I dealt with that for months and months and months of hearing those people talk about how unhappy they are, how unsuccessful they feel. They don't know what, what to do in life. But the thing is, is the only thing that holds people back is themselves. And me, I was like, Hey, I'm not getting any better. I'm not I'm not advancing in life. I'm not feeling like a successful father. I'm not even feeling like a successful man. I need healing. And in the end, the only person that was stopping me was me. And I always I always blamed the exes. I really always did. Um just because it felt like a pressure. Because one out of the two exes I've had, 
have put, or I have, have put the pressure on me on and thrown the word out of abandonment. And obviously they rather don't understand what they've done in their abandonment, but also don't understand what the word may mean. And it, I mean, it is what it is. I do not judge their terms. I do not judge their way of thinking. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I think of what they are. And it doesn't matter what they think of what I am. Because at the end of the day, the only person that can put a label on something, especially yourself, is yourself. And the only person that knows you better than anybody is you. And that's a fact. You know how your mind works. I knew at at some point that I was going to break. And so I felt that my breaking point out here was going to be coming soon and it would be very drastic. And people say, go to therapy, go to this, go to that. You know what? I've done medications. I went to therapy. And the same people that told me that, they went, they're going through problems and they don't do that. It's the advice, you know, you know, I'll give the advice, but I'll never take my own advice bullshit. I, and these last, and these last weeks, like I've had, and I know this won't happen, but I've always had that dream of where a fear because this house is empty um, one of my ex-wives, because her name's secondary on the house, has one of the keys to the house. I was always scared for her to enter the house, always, and just try to talk to me or, or try to yell at me or any of that shit. Like, I, I've never been scared more to live in my house. And that's not necessary. I don't think that's necessary. Honestly, I, do I think she's an abuser? No. Uh, do I think that she tries to throw out her opinion where she doesn't need it? Oh, yes, indeed. Um, I do believe that she has to be right all the time. And she believes in that. And I'll tell you, I, 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 I there's times where I say, well, I'm fucking right. I'm fucking right. And I'm not. I can admit to that. There's a problem with not understanding your problems, not understanding that you're not perfect. Um, but anyway, I, I got in this fear of, of just encountering her because each, almost every fucking phone call I've had with her, it's been confrontational. Now the ex, the other one, it's been fairly good. It's been not much talk. I had to give up my, both of my son's clothes, um, toys, everything. And in all this, I had to move my whole entire house out, throw a bunch of shit away, sell a bunch of shit. And it was a complete disaster for me. I had to do this. It took two people to move into this house and I had to do it by myself. Move out. And... I don't I don't blame those people for not being here. I don't. They weren't, you know, they weren't here for 2 years of this house being around other than dropping by. 
other than trying to give our relationship a chance when it died before they even thought about it. And that was year, a year back, two years back now. Um, I, I never... It, to talk about all this, this is more of a vent, I think, more than anything, a podcast. You know, I always sacrificed everything I had, everything I had for other people. I wanted to make other people happy. So when I was judged, when I was told you should do this, I would do it. And a lot of times they'd say, well, you do what you want, but I never did. I almost never did. I listened to everything everybody else said and I switched sides. And now I'm doing something for me for once and I get the most resistance possible. Instead of just letting things go like they should, they decide to say something or they decide to throw in a jab when it's not necessary. They make me feel less than what I am. And I know I'm better than that. Um, this move has been very stressful. I've thought a lot about my sons and leaving them behind, but I know if I don't do something and if I don't leave this place, I'm never going to get better mentally. And it scares me. Every day it scares me that every day as it is that I know that I'm reaching my end in this place. I know that I'm going to be out of here soon. It still scares me. And it's not only my environment, it's the people. And that includes the people that I talked about that put that pressure, that put that, that make me want to scream, make me want to fight. And I know that's not me. That's not a good part of me. And for good, and and they left on their own, for their own reasons. And I try, I begged, and I cried, and they did whatever they wanted. So I'm gonna do what I want, no matter what they said. I screamed, I yelled, and I, at the end of the day, it didn't matter. They had their mindset. They wanted. They didn't think of the consequences, and maybe, just maybe, the consequences of this that's happening right now. Maybe that was their consequence. Because I, 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 paid, I paid the consequences of my actions. Now she gets to pay for the consequences of hers. And it's, it's not right to make somebody... And... I've always said, and, and, they have, and a lot of people hate this term. It's called cause and effect. But it's truly how the, wor- the world works. Cause and effect. You do something, there's an effect to it. You quit your job. You have no money. That's the effect. You decided to cheat on your boyfriend, cheat on your girlfriend. Um, there will be an effect to that once it's found out. And it's some people can't process this that they just they just think that they're owed the world or 
they're they don't they don't deserve to be treated as such that they don't deserve to have consequences because of what they felt like was a good choice it might have been a good choice for you but at the end of the day is it a good choice for everybody And I won't go too much into my marriage. I won't. And I'm not trying to trash that person. That person actually is a good person. And I believe that. Um, We were just fire and gasoline. And I think that was due to multiple things. Um, After our son's death. Um, But at the end of the day, I I, I could tell you, we could have done this. She could have done that. I could have done this. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. What's done is done. I sleep in a now empty house ready to sell and I have my whole entire life packed up in six totes. Maybe eight. And I'm planning on moving as far away from this place as I possibly can. And doing a job that I'm not familiar with. Being in a surrounding I'm not really familiar with. But it's the point of the green, the peace, the peacefulness, the the way from stress, really. My financial stress will be taken care of. All the debts I was ever left after my marriage will be taken care of. And so will hers. So I think she benefits off that. And I'm glad that she gets the benefit, the benefit of it. Because I worked my ass off to make sure, number one, I got everything out as quickly as possible. Number two, that I cleaned the house. I did this all by myself. All of it. This wasn't something I called a buddy, hey, we're moving shit. No, I didn't want nobody here. The first three days... um. After the sale of the house, I was the most stressed I ever was. I did not sleep for three days. I was mentally and physically tired. I tried to drink myself to death to go to sleep, and it wouldn't. the drinks wouldn't let me. My mind wouldn't let me. I'd lay in bed and just stare at the ceiling and go through all the shit I have to go through. And now I'm down to nothing. There's not, not much left to do now. There's a couple here's and there's that I'm going to tidy up and I've got time to do those things. And that's one of the reasons why I quit my job is because I was spending 12 hours a day, 14 hours a day away from the house. One. Two, work was stressing me out because of the company I worked for. The company I worked for did not value people. Did not. And we were nothing but a number. We weren't told, you know, I don't need a fucking pat on the back every time. But I like to feel like I've I've been seen. And there was a hell of a lot to deal with. There was a hell of a lot to take care of. And I didn't think I had the time while working to do it. Right now, I'd be working, I believe, day shifts. But like I said, I work for a tire and lube, and it's a physically exhausting job, but it pays. 
and the pay isn't the greatest, but the best pay of all is the fact that I feel wonderful about the work I do. I feel uh, useful with the work I do and I feel valued. And that's one of the things I've always craved is, is to feel valued. And I'm I'm doing that just temporarily, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I very much enjoy the trade. Um, I know many of people that have advanced so well in the lube and tech industry, or lube and tire industry, and went on to be mechanics, and went on to be bigger things, make good money. But, you know, after all is said and done, it's a temporary job, but I enjoy it. And I thought out everything other than the fact that I'm broke. Right now I'm broke until I get my paycheck, until my my retirement cashes out, which will be more than what I anticipated, which I'm happy about. Um, and that'll hold me off for the rest of the time I'm out here. As a matter of fact, it'll hold me off and pay off almost all of my debts. Almost all of them. And as it is, that was financially free, freeing to me. Knowing I did not have to worry about that anymore. About finances. About anything. I just wanted change and I, 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 wanted, I wanted to be financially unstable again. And I wasn't the greatest spender, I can tell you that. Like I can, I can tell you that. And I was an irresponsible spender, spender. I rather spent for somebody else's happiness or I tried to spend for mine because I didn't know how to fill the void or how to deal with my stress or deal with my depression. And I still don't. I'm not perfect. But I think at the end of the day, it's not about the... It's not about the start of the journey. It's about the end. Everybody may remember the start of the journey, and that's well and great. But at the end of the journey, did you make your goal? Did you get where you wanted to be? And I think at the end, I will. I have so many things to look forward to. But until then... I have to focus on step one, and that's you know, and this is a this is a memory I'll have, but it's not, it's a memory I'll have, but it's not a memory I'll sink onto, and the memory that you should always sink onto is the end. So, there is my vent, um, kind of podcast. I hope you learned something from my personal story. Um, 
I appreciate you for listening. This is not your first round pick from TikTok. Signing out.